Uh, welcome back to the show. We are joined today by a good friend of ours. Hello. The lovely and amazing Ricardo. Hey, everybody. Ricardo. Happy to be here. Can I see your last name? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Maybe. No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. No. Uh, Ricardo's joining us today on our 420 episode, our big 420 bonanza. We are. Woot woot. Woot woot. We are smoking and toking and having a great time. We are. Thank you. I don't know why I'm thanking you. Thank you guys for Well, thank you guys for having me on here. Yeah, no, of course. Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into it. What are you drinking? Truly wild berry hard seltzer. You drink? Leftover from our 422 party. Hell yeah. Okay, period. period. Love that. Do you have any other leftovers? Oh. Aside from frozen Doritos? We got, <laughs> you're so weird. Put it all in the freezer. We got um, seltzers, we got beers. What can I get for you? I think I'm good for now. Do you hear my wonky wrist when I wonky turn? Wrist. Oh my god, yeah, how does that work? My wrist. <gasps> That's, oh my god. It's a lot. Stop. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh my god, Andy, stop. <laughs> that is foul. It's not right. It's not right. Oh my god. It did not heal correctly. Man's broke his damn wrist. I was, yep. I was like, oh my god, is something wrong? <laughs> I was like, did I touch a button? Have you ever broken a bone? I've literally I've never. never broken a bone. Never broken a bone in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. Mm, it just doesn't sound like me. It just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was crazy back then, but like, <laughs> yeah. no, just I not wasn't something that I can see myself doing. I don't, it just, personally. I, it should have happened. It just simply never did. I managed to escape it. I don't know what it was. My brother broke his arm with like kindergarten or something like that. Oh my god. Was it for a cool reason? (laughs) You know, honestly, I don't remember. He might have fallen off like the monkey bars, maybe. Was that even my brother? I could have totally just made that up. It's a child. I honestly can't even tell. Nobody was there. Someone's child, yeah. Someone's child. You were drinking a 40 under the playground and something just happened. (laughs) (laughs) You just saw something. Oh my gosh. God bless. No, I mean, playground etiquette. She got crazy down there. I ain't never broken no bones, though. You broke your skateboarding, though, right? Um, I've had a couple injuries, so, um, I don't think I've ever broken a bone from skateboard, from skateboarding, um, but yeah, my wrist did fall out of place, and I was too afraid to tell my parents that I was riding without pads or a helmet or anything, yeah. so I kind of kept it to myself for a couple of days. It started oh, getting kind of yellow and purple, and I was like, okay, this is bad. And, uh, yeah, I went to my dad, I was like, hey, yeah, so I fell off skateboarding, he goes, is this recent? I'm like... Yeah, he goes like, "How recent?" I'm like, "Couple days." He goes, "That's not recent." He took my wrist, kind of gave me a little. My dad's a chiropractor. Yeah. So he takes my wrist, kind of gave me a little whip, and my wrist popped back into place. And then a couple days, you know, color came back. It felt better. But I feel ever like since that's then, not how that works. It's not how it works. And ever since then, my wrist will slide out of place. No disrespect to your father. No, no, not at all. But every now and then, my wrist will like kind of slip out of place, and she'll see me like, "Oh, hold on." I gotta like pop it back into place, and yeah. now whenever I move, move my wrist side to side. Stop. Oh my god! Stop. It's just a thing. Do not ever. Do no, because that sound triggers my fight or flight immediately. But like oh I forget god. it, so like even now when I was like, you know, switching the mic from like me to Sean, yeah, I just felt yeah, I was like, oh just, yeah, I yeah. forgot that's a thing. No, I could like kind of. You can probably go back and hear it. Like you can hear the movement. Yeah. 
I just like at first I was like, oh, maybe it's just the mic, like just picking up movement in no. general. No, that's your wrist. I did not go to that. medical school, but that shit does not sound right. It's not right. <laughs> yeah. Bestio, no. It's all good though. It doesn't affect me. If anything, I can get out of like working the cameras at work because they're like, yeah. Andy, you can't zoom smoothly. I'm like, oh, I guess I can't. So yes. I don't. When the do draft cameras. happens, you can just simply. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. Oh my god! I always think of the excuse that I'm gonna make up on the draft. Like, yeah. What's your What's your out? Flat-footed. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer's like really controversial. Ot, please. But they did <laughs> from the audience, so like. That could be your moment. You know. You there know. You yeah. There you go. But this is like emergency situation. I would like. Mm-hmm. I honest to God don't think I would ever even be selected to get drafted. I think if they showed up to my door and I opened the door, mm-hmm. they would probably just be like, <laughs> wrong house. Like, we're, just we're so like, sorry to bother you. Like, listen, I am not your ideal <laughs> army boy. I'm five foot seven, 192 pounds. Already, and I'm like, ready to party. And yeah, I'm here for an experience that does not involve Listen, if the violence. army needs meatballs, I'm there. Yeah. But I cannot show up with, I don't know, the A-game that you were expecting. I and can't no, do it. I don't like, and I get like, if you're drafting for an army, you're obviously in a situation that's like... Mm-hmm. Dire. Dire, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. But I still think, even in those circumstances, <laughs> if someone were to just like, really get a good look at me, like... I don't know. I would have to, like, I can't. I would never. I don't would know. you actually do it? Like, if you, if they, like, what would you do if, like, the army, like, came to your door and was like, you need to join the army? I'm an adult who cannot ride a bike. I can't. <laughs> You're not going to need me. I can't yeah. motor. I can't. I can't. They draft women, don't they? I th- no, actually, no. that's. The I think they go men first. They don't. Men go first, at least. The girlies are good, which is I don't Damn. know, not totally equal, but yeah, we all right. Good <clears> luck, <throat> y'all. I should educate myself more on that kind of stuff. I mean, hopefully you don't have to, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I don't want to, but I mm. feel like it is a good thing to just yeah. The worst lottery in the entire world. I know. Well, I remember when I signed up for, or not when I signed up when I, because I just recently turned twenty one. Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. congratulations. Best um, fucking 21st birthday ever in the entire world. Oh my god, stop. So that fun was... though. <sighs> I would Party hard in to Vegas. Go back to that weekend. That weekend Truly. was a movie. I've never like rallied. <laughs> like I think that was the first time I can properly say that I like rallied. You did. For sure. You were blacked out in that Italian restaurant. Yeah. That was not you. No. Mm-mm, Manny that was, was there. Manny. Manny yeah. was there. Manny the alter ego, yeah. Uh, no, but I was, I was saying it was like when, you know, you turn 21, you get a new ID. And when I got my ID, they asked me, they were like, do you want to like sign to do this thing where it's like you're eligible to be drafted? Oh. And I said, no. <laughs> yeah. And then she was Dang. like, let me tell you why I think you should say yes. No, oh no, no, no. And so I was like, no, no, no. I guess let me hear you out. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like. I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but she was like, here, well, I think you should because, like, if it's, like, she said there could be a case, like, a scenario where, like, if there isn't a, a situation where people are needing to be drafted and they tried to draft me but I didn't, like, sign that form, 
I could get sued by like the US government or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, something along those lines. She made it sound like they could like charge me or like I would have to pay like a significant amount of money in order to like get out of that, I that's guess. Bonkers? I don't know the logistics about it and I really can't tell you anymore because that's all the information I was getting, but she scared me enough to sign it. So. Oh my god. <laughs> it worked. No, I'd be worked. turning bitches yeah. down left and right. If a motherfucker offers me a Target credit card, I'm immediately like, no, I can't. I know, but it was like the, it was the BMV or the DMV. <gasps> Do you guys call them DMV or BMV? The we DMV. call them, yeah, Department of Motor Vehicles here. You guys have. We have Bureau of Motor what? Vehicles. Oh my yeah. god, Indiana's crazy. Indiana Indiana is so bizarre. Indiana is crazy. Yo, Indiana, Indiana is crazy. Yeah. Yes, for every viewer who is not from Indiana, um, we need some spicy, spicy Indiana tea. What is the thing that you miss the most? About? About Indiana. Miss Indy. Miss mm. Indy. Aside from like friends and stuff like Obviously. that, but like, yeah. like, what do you strictly miss about Indiana? Like, I'm sure California is sleeping on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would probably say back roads, I think. Tea. Highways only in this bitch. Yeah, like there's not like even back roads here. It's through mountains, so it's <laughs> like you're twisting and turning. I miss the simplicity of just driving in a straight line <laughs> for like an entirety of a trip. I guess. Incredible. Wait, is it like flat? It's not. like... Yeah. No, there is no no like no mountain. Nothing like. Fascinating. There are hills. Like there are like. Don't get me wrong. It's not just completely flat, but. Like it depends where you go. Like, but where I lived, it was purely cornfields, beans, beans. So many. It was like they would rotate every other year. So one year it would be corn, the next year it would be beans. That sounds kind of magical, though. It is. It's cute. That it's sounds very so cute. cute. I would confidently say that the corn is way more fun. <laughs> because what makes the corn more fun? What makes the corn more fun? Oh my god! Everything makes it like. No, it's just like when the beans grow, they're not as tall. Okay. They don't get as like tall as the corn does. Uh-huh. Like when the to- when the corn grows, like you can like walk through it. <gasps> you know, like you get to like run through the cornfield. It was very like it's a very disrespectful thing. Though. Yes. Let me say, like you are only poor, like permitted, permitted to go into cornfields that like are being used for either like mazes Aww. or like it's very like frowned upon to go into like someone's actual. No, because people are trying to make yeah, a living. Yeah, because, like, yeah, that's, like, people's real life. That's yeah. their income. But... Mm-hmm. Don't be fucking with my produce, bro. I'm right. trying to sell this shit. No, I, I must say I'm transfixed with the idea of a cornfield purely because, like, I've seen so many movies where, like, these hot young teens will skip class and then, like, go smoke in the cornfield and party in the cornfield. And I feel like that's a necessary part of, like, American youth yeah, that I just no. simply did not have access to. No, so I'm fascinated do, by it. I do think people should go to Indiana just to, like, see it. I would love to have, like, you guys. Like, like, like my friends, like, my close friends here, I would love to just, like, especially the ones who grew up in California... I would kill for you guys to just observe the like ambiance of like rural communities or like no, I just want to be around like rural countrysides and I know this sounds like an awful generalization but like people that grew up in rural areas you know I'm I grew up in a city I grew up in LA I want to be around people that didn't grow up around that I want to grow up around yeah. people that have different values or interests than I do and just like people like yourself who partied in cornfields whereas I partied in homes or warehouses yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, well that's the other thing. Like I mean, so I guess like 
my experience wasn't entirely like that. Like, my experience in Indiana was a lot more reserved than, I guess, most of the kids around me. But, yeah, for me, it definitely, like, I mean, for other people, yeah, a thousand percent. Partying in cornfields, going crazy, like, ragers in literally, like, the middle of nowhere. Like, you would just pull up to a house in the middle of, like, I don't even know, like, just a rural community. Like, where houses are literally, like, a mile apart from each other each. Yeah, like, motherfuckers like, had acres under the belt. Yeah, that's like, crazy. it's crazy. Like, that's where most people, like, the country kids in high school were, like, the popular kids because they had so much land and so much property. And so those would be the people who would, like, host majority of the parties. Me being a Hispanic <laughs> in a <laughs> white-dominant, <laughs> like... <laughs> Four. Right oh, when I was love inhaling, this, love dude. This. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's still good. Um, for context. Oh, please. Let yeah. me just say, I I feel like I can put this out there. Oh, the oh. name of my high school, I'm not even kidding you. Brace yourselves. Braced. Was called Whiteland. Ah! Oh, what was your mascot, bro? We were the Whiteland Warriors, but oh, it was like no, the White Warriors. Pretty much Whiteland Warriors. Yeah. So Whiteland. Literally, that's the name of the school that I attended. I'm not proud of it. I mean, it's not your fault. You no, did not for decide sure. on the name. But the thing is, is that frustrates me. Oh, Mom, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we lived in not that, like we lived, it was so weird. We lived in a city called Greenwood, but we went to Whiteland schools. Oh. So I very well, I think I could have gone to like Greenwood schools. Mm. No, I got stuck with all the racists. So. Damn it, damn it, damn it. You got on the wrong side of the train tracks. I really did. I Dang. really did. Dang, bro. Oh my God. In Indiana, there's trains everywhere. You would hear trains like at night when you're sleeping. That's How nice, calm. though. It's How very, sweet. like, it's not loud. You just hear like a choo choo. That is so peaceful, though. No, I had a couple friends who, like, grew up on the other side of town by the train tracks and going over to their houses to sleep. It was, like, hella fucking peaceful because it would just be a nice little train noise in the background yeah. at night. And you know what else you can do? You can get pennies and go put the pennies on the train tracks. And when the train comes by, you get squished pennies. You do. It's the best thing in the entire fucking you know, world. I've never done that, but I feel like as someone who grew up in Indiana, I probably Oh my god, no, it's a whole moment. It's yeah. so fun. That was one of my favorite parts of being near the trains, is just leaving change around. Oh my god. I used to know a kid who, uh, back in high school, his name was Brand Very suitable name. He, mm -hmm. uh, very big drug dealer in the, in the community. Everybody knew him. This kid, uh, he ended up getting in some kind of serious trouble and was on the run. And I'm not kidding when I say it was hopping on trains, traveling across the country. And what? Yeah. And I, I was good friends with him. And, you know, I, I didn't see him for years while he was doing this. So then by the time I'm a senior in high school, I was a TA for his younger brother's math class. And then came by to go hang out with his brother. And I was like, holy fuck, I haven't seen you in years. You look different what's going on so we go i tell my teacher like yo can i step out for a minute she goes, yeah of course i go outside and i talk to him wait so this is after all this happened <laughs> after all this has happened he tells me the story about where he's been this kid was hopping on trains <coughs> all across the u.s he met up with some people that were homeless living out of a van but they were in a band they needed a bassist this kid's never played bass a day in his life they hired him immediately. <laughs> Incredible. Stop. He's suddenly just like chilling with the band that we have somewhere to stay. 
they're splitting up the little bit of money they made just to get food for the day. He slowly developed the nickname Bones because he had these uh, steel-toed Doc Martens he would wear. And, you know, sleeping in the streets at night, you know, you get jumped and shit like that. And he would say, your shoes are your number one priority. So he would duct tape his shoes to his, like, his ankles, make sure no one would take them. And he would wake up to people trying to take his shoes, and he would just kick the shit out of them. That's... He's banned in, I believe, multiple states. What? Yeah, he was telling me that, like... Pardon? And this is a valley baby? Yes, this is a valley baby. Wow. He, he's he been arrested in multiple states and told, like, just, you can't be hopping on trains and, like, you know, just doing that kind of shit. So finally he came back to kind of, like, cool it down and, he like, talked to his family, like, hey, guys, I'm back. Shit's not good in other states. I need to cool it down, like, calm down over here. So he's just been with his family for a couple of weeks at that time. And I just think it's pretty sweet that he just returned back to his school to pick up his brother and just, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Well, that's nice, but it's, like, that's still, like, that's just a crazy, like... It was like three years of intensity, and like he's showing me like all these scars that he has. His knuckles are all busted up. He's Fuck. he's bigger and bulkier, but also like he looks famished and just malnourished. Yeah, yeah, this kid is crazy. Shout out! I gotta reach out to you, man. It's been fucking years. Shout out to I ran into this yeah, kid. Yeah, hope fucking, you're doing well. I ran into this kid fucking years later at some like jazz party, and like he just looked yeah at some jazz party. Is he, he still around? Do you know? I, I haven't seen him in like maybe three years or so, okay. but I ran into him at the party and he just looks at me and goes, I got some advice on docs. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking sure you do. <laughs> and I don't know. Sweet kid. He, I think he's clean from like everything now, but I don't know. Good lad. He, he was like the OG, like, yo, I need weed. He was my guy. He was, and he was always giving me for free. Cause like he was selling pretty intense stuff and I never cared for that. I was like, hey, can I just have some weed? He's like, yeah, you can have fucking weed. And just gave it to me for free when I was a teenager. Okay, yeah. little piss baby. You can have some weed. Literally, yeah. Mm, dang. I was not running with that crowd in high school. That's crazy. I did not play like What was that. your high school experience? Like, I don't think I've ever asked, really. I don't know. Mine, I grew up, like, supremely suburban. Like, the most. Okay, same, though. Yeah. Kind of same, yeah. I, don't, I, I grew up in the Silicon Valley. And it's definitely kind of weird going back now just because the area's obviously exploded since I grew up there. It's it's tech startup central. The fucking Apple spaceship is down the street from my parents' house. It's mad weird. But like growing up, it was it seemed very goddamn regular. Like it's definitely a city. The population was like 100,000 people, but it was a suburban Bay Area city. And I went to a public high school and nothing too crazy happened i mean like we had a couple weirdos we had the <laughs> well yeah that's everywhere yeah. everybody had a couple weirdos and i it was definitely just like it was it was a very regular public school experience like i don't know there were clubs kids got into some trouble other kids yeah. were mostly just like lame shut-ins like me i was a very good kid growing up i didn't sneak out i didn't drink i didn't do anything i'd like to say that i was also pretty tame yeah when did you when was the first time you were like okay consciously i'm waking up today and i'm gonna fuck around i'm gonna fuck around how old were you what was that like (laughs) um i probably like i don't know because when you're like a teenager it's very like and even still i'm only 21 so like i'm freshly out of it yeah like i I don't have too much experience out of this but Mm. like you're just so hormonal, especially <laughs> when you're younger, that, like, I don't even think I can, like, pinpoint a day or, uh-huh. like, I don't know. For me, it was, like, because I had moments, but I was never consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, I smoked weed for the very first time when I was 15. Wow. And it was at a friend's house, yeah. 
And so, oh my God, we, I mean, we are celebrating 420. Yes, I yeah. it's 423. <laughs> we had a little 420 party the <laughs> yeah. other day. We smoked a fat blunt the day before that. And then the day before that, it was 420. So we've basically been smoking weed for like four days straight. Um, coming to you live. Peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it. everybody else has enjoyed the holidays. It's a very important time to be alive and to be celebrating. But yes. yes, guest of the fucking century, Ricardo. In our apartment. Hello. Ricardo, straight <laughs> from the mean streets of Indiana, spilling us the fucking tea. Yeah, giving no, you that inside scoop on Greenwood, Indiana. No, I love it. I love it. No, I, I feel very, I feel quite basic because I feel like my, my growing up experience was kind of limited because I truly yeah. didn't push the boundaries that much no, until same. I got to college. And that was the thing. That's what I was going to say is like, I smoked weed for the first time when I was 15. I barely, like, I got high for sure. Like, I was like... Especially because I had never, like, I'd been sober, like, that entire time. I don't oh, even yeah. think I had, like, I had probably, like, tried drinks. But I'd never been drunk mm-hmm. by that point either. So, like, I didn't know what it was like to be intoxicated in, like, really any manner. But then, like, I guess when I was, like, 17, I want to say, is when, like, the curiosity kind of, like, came back. Because, like, I never, like, we got drug tested in high school. You what? Yeah, I don't know, like, did did this happen to you guys? Wait, no, no, no. What the fuck's going on? If you're an athlete at my school, uh, you're susceptible to random drug testing. But if they had reason to believe you had drugs or because we had, like, random drug dogs on campus, you were allowed to be drug tested. Yeah, we had a big issue at my school with drugs. It, It was a big thing, yeah. See, ours was, like, we didn't have issues with drugs. It was, like, they just took it to, like, a really extreme level like my car got searched in <gasps> high school and like when i when when my car got searched i had probably had it for no more than a month that's incredible i got my car like right before my senior year and they searched it like a dog like smelled something on my car and like i was terrified because you know like i had like a jewel in high school <laughs> like that was like that was really like the worst it would get for oh me God, it was like so i had dangerous. a jewel yeah and um i remember i was like oh my god there's probably like an empty pot in there or something hey. i was like maybe that's what they smelled because they said like they told us they were like hey we're having dogs on campus run through the parking that's lots crazy. yeah they would get like two or three dogs have them run like all through the parking lot smell every single car and whatever ones, they would, like, write them down, and they would call each student down. And so I got taken down, <gasps> golf carted to my car, gave them my keys. I had to take off my backpack. I had to give them all my stuff. I couldn't, like, I was not allowed to go anywhere near my car while they were searching it. Like, yeah, I had to stay on the golf cart. They searched my car. They didn't find anything. What? The part that I was annoyed about was they didn't find anything, but they trashed my car. No! Like, I mean, listen, I don't keep up with my car too much, especially in high school, you know? Like, they were closing stuff, but, like, I, they left things open, like, left my glove compartment open, <gasps> like, my middle console, like, things just thrown out all over the place and just, like, left it. Fucking animals. I know. I was like, that is so, like, what is this? I'm like, a, a kid. And, like, by this point, like I said, like, I never really did anything bad. Like, yeah. I wasn't, like, a out of normal, abnormally, like, bad kid or anything but yeah it was just it was so ridiculous and i got drug tested like two times that's bonkers i think just out of random whoa yeah like it just one day came into class and was like hey you're coming in for a drug test today you've told me you're a disobedient person though i am disobedient with authoritative figures okay 
it's I was never disobedient with my parents because I never really had to be. I was very spoiled growing up, which I think is why I'm like the way that I am because I was the youngest, you know, and youngest kids always get 10 times more leverage than their older siblings. No, I cannot relate. Oh my god, really? No, I was the older. Oh, but okay, I love got it. The yeah, tea, yeah. Though. I love well, it. Well, I mean it's it, I don't know. I mean that's just what I've been told. That's what I experienced, but I was disobedient in like the obvious basic ways. If my parents wanted me to clean my room, I would make it a point not to. Work. And if they want, like, if I if I knew someone wanted me to do something, I wanted to do the complete opposite to like, honestly, to like spite. But like, there was no reason why. It was like someone telling me to do something when I was younger was like a serious issue. You were like, no. Yeah, like, I don't know why I was just like, no, don't tell me what to do. I hate that. Like, it just bugged me. Like, I don't, and even still it bothers me, but now I'm like old enough to the point where I like, you know, it's just At life. some point you just like, gotta you, deal with it. Yeah, you gotta roll with the punches, obviously. But yeah, so I was disobedient more in the context of like authoritative figures, like teachers, I would have problems with, like, my parents and I would argue, like, if they wanted me to do something, like, I just was never good about, like, like, I never wanted to feel like I was being pushed around, and, like, anytime anyone wanted me to do anything, I just felt like I was being pushed around, so, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, that's, that's how I was more, like, disobedient, but, like, as far as, like, I never, like, snuck out, I never smoke or drank consistently until I was like 18 Mm -hmm. I like yeah I never dabbled into like the risque stuff like I always kept like there was a fine line you know I feel like with every kid you just I don't know I don't know how to describe it I'm already 420'd out 423 no I get it though like I, I wouldn't say I was disobedient probably spoiled a little bit you know I, I did have to work for what i wanted but i also did get what i wanted same you know what i mean same yes yeah oh i had God. to like kind of earn it in some way i mm-hmm. never kind of got what i like i never got a brand new iphone a brand new cell phone yeah i but i still had a cell phone yeah i, ne- I got an xbox years after they came out things like that you know because I, I had to like pay for it or something but mm. i think because of that i did learn this this self-worth or this feeling of like i'm my own person yeah and that's why i was like hey fuck you guys i could do what i want exactly yeah and like i rarely snuck out maybe once or twice um same but it was more or less like i would kind of just like lie about where i was in order to go to other places if i want to go to like a concert say oh i'm going to a friend's house if we're considering that sneaking out then then i've snuck out (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know i like i i'm but, like, when I think of sneaking out, I think of, like, literally, like, you are leaving your house, your parents are asleep, yeah. and like, they do not know you are gone. Like, they think you're asleep in your bed. You crawled out of the window, and you yeah. were very quiet. Been there. Been Done there. that. Yeah. Like, I had a back door. But only door. twice. Yeah. Same. I also had a back door. Yeah. I had a back door in my bedroom to the backyard. My parents put an alarm in your room? on it. In my room. My parents put an alarm on that shit to make sure I never snuck out. Oh. They were surprised. They're like, this door is never to be opened. I'm like, what if I was like, what if like during the day I just want to go outside or something? They're like, we will know if the door opens. It will make a beep. It notifies their phones and like all this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. So like it just, it was never, ever used. It was that taboo board or taboo board. Taboo door. <laughs> taboo board. Taboo board. I've never been to Ubu Jabber. I've never been to Ubu Jabber. <laughs> so, Sean. What? 
I don't think I know the very first time you smoked weed. Oh, God, because it's really, it's simply not that cool of a story. I was very late to the party. I was disgustingly late to the weed party in life. Um, the first time I ever smoked weed, I was 19, I think. Um, and it was after a set that I was working on for a couple weeks at my, uh, at my film school. And it was a rap party. So I had I had consumed liquor at that point as a young person. So I brought like a little something, something to drink. But people there were smoking weed. Yeah. And for the first time, I managed to not be like fucking violently awkward enough so that people <laughs> were like offering me their weed. Oh God. So I smoked a little bit of weed. And at that point, I was so drunk that it just simply gave me the spins. And I yeah. had to in this backyard lay down on the grass and just look up at the stars and hope for fucking mercy because I was struggling. Um, <laughs> but it was a fun time. I, um, I walked my happy ass home and the next day I picked my best friend in the entire world up and we went to motherfucking Disneyland. Who's your best friend in the entire world? <laughs> Annalise from Shout out Annalise. Was she smoking weed at the time too? She was. Um, she was not smoking weed at that point. She was very, very curious my experience, and I said I simply just laid down on the ground. It was not that for the first like honestly, hand over my heart. The first three, four, five times I smoked weed, did not get high. Did not get high at all. Thought it was stupid. I was as about fuck. to ask. Yeah, I was about to ask that. Yeah, it took me a couple goes at it for me to actually be like, "Oh wow, I really want to eat chips right now, and I'm loving life." No, I I didn't I, get it. I did not get it. I just kind of got dizzy. Same. Like this is dumb. Well, that was really like the only. Because after the first time I smoked, it was bud. Okay. And then every time, after that, for like fat while i only did like carts oh shit dog. but carts like i don't know i don't think carts in indiana do are any close to where probably what they were here oh, you really? know what i mean like <laughs> carts like were new that was like a new thing when i was like 17 like i didn't know like no one wow. was using like like no one had dab pens until like they that wave was started for us in high school like Probably my junior year. Like, I was probably 16 or 17. Yeah. That's so crazy because I, I remember being in, like, high school. <laughs> both the just all the mics. No, I, I think that's the only, like, really, like, notable thing about the age difference is, like, I remember being able to buy cigarettes and I remember being in college when, like, wax took off. But, like, that was, yeah. like, a fucking sophomore year, junior year of high school, yeah. kicking it. What's good? <laughs> but I feel like California is so different because we had just left high school when they had passed the law where you have to be 21 to get lighters or cigarettes in California. Same, same, yeah. yeah. So we, we were, I don't even think we were grandfathered in because I remember trying to buy like a lighter or something and they wouldn't mm -hmm. let me. Yes, I had- I a pack on my 18th birthday. <coughs> in California? Yeah, dude. Well, I, th no, I think at the time we were allowed. I think yeah, well, even when I turned 18, in Indiana, it was still, the age was 18 until I turned about like, I think it was probably 19 or 20. Uh, probably 19. It was like a year later. Yeah. And so, so we, people did get grandfathered in though. I do remember for Indiana, it was like the first six months. Like if you were born after a certain date, then you were fine. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cause we, I, we did not have that, I believe. No. Cause I remember yeah. being like 20 when it took effect and being like, oh, I can no longer like buy a lighter anymore. 
At that yeah. time, I had quit cigarettes. I was vaping. But even then, I was like, oh, I can't even buy vapes. I need my brother's ID to like get them online or something. Like, right. Yeah, it was super weird. Super weird time. I think that's the only thing I've noticed. Like, oh, interesting. So jewels were a big thing in high school while jewels were a big thing for me in college. Yeah. We had like sure. just had them. Like when I was a senior, my friends and I were getting them. And, like that was like brand fucking new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so was fresh out the box. For like, for my experience, it was like sophomore year were like, tank vapes freshman and so like i would probably say like seventh through like freshman year of high school the vibe was like the big like the big box mods like yeah those were serious business and then i would say by sophomore to june no probably yeah sophomore to junior year jewels dropped Mm -hmm. and everybody went fucking crazy because they looked like little usb drives And no one had ever seen a vape that small. Yep. Nobody knew what the fuck they were looking at. Yeah. And so, and they were so discreet. And that's why I think people loved them so much was because it was like easy to get away with. Like people would hit that shit in class. Like literally just like up their sleeve. (laughs) Literally. Teachers going in on like the symbolism of like Gatsby. (laughs) That was a thing. Yeah, literally. If that was a thing when we were growing up, kids would 100% be doing it. I mean, at the time, like I remember like some of the more crackheaded friends that I had, we were doing that. You know, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, my friends, but like after school, we were like a thousand percent. That's what you would do. It was like, you would leave school and you would go to someone's car, like someone's house, like, for us, we had show choir after school. So, like, it would be, like, before rehearsal. We were about to sing our lungs out, and we're, like, killing our lungs simultaneously. Yes. We would literally, like, just we would all pile in, like, six people in one car, just, like, sitting on laps, passing, like, one person's vape around because not all of us had them. It was, like, or one friend had it, and then, like, that's what everyone would use. Did you guys ever have um, clove cigarettes? Was that ever a phase for you guys? Literally, no. I think really? that was just wherever you... Like you went to high school, that was what? not cigarettes? a thing. We clove never... cigarettes, clove so, cigarettes, clove. So clove. they were like, so you know, like t- uh, like cigar tobacco. You don't inhale it; you kind of just mouth it and exhale it. Right. Imagine that, like in a cigarette, but you have like blueberry flavor or strawberry flavor, and you kind of just like get the flavor on your lips. You inhale some smoke, but don't like get it in your lungs. Just mouth it and exhale it. My friends and I, I remember Friday nights we would go to my friend's house. We would just smoke weed and just like. Have a projector in the back in the backyard and just like watch movies, just chain smoking those fuckers. I used to have the voice what? of fucking Fergie, and then I smoked those, and now my voice sounds like this. <laughs> no, it sounds like this. I can confidently say the same. No, I do real. not sound anywhere near like I did when I was in high school. And I mean, given I wasn't like fully grown by that, when I'm still not. Like, I'm, my voice is going to continue to change for sure. But like. The past three years, especially, I just feel like the way I speak and like even the tone of my voice has like changed, like, or changed. Like, I remember the weekend before we went to Outside Lands, I lost my voice completely and I like half had it back, but I did not get it back fully for like a month. I remember that. But I was, yeah. Like, even on my birthday, remember? Like, even, yeah. like, the weekend, like, when we were in Vegas, I didn't have my voice. And you were saying it would take you days because of all the other things for you to get your voice back. Remember yes. seeing you in the office, not only were you hungover and just, like, generally dead. Yeah, yeah. You, were, well, you it couldn't would just, talk. Like, I just couldn't talk. Like, that was the only thing wrong with me was, like, I simply couldn't speak. So, like, by that point, that's when I started, like, because I was smoking a lot by that point, too, and, like, doing it before everything I did. 
and like because like I don't know I was doing the most like we were going to concerts like every other week by the I don't know why October through December was so like music heavy for I feel like all of us like I think it's because all the all the shows were now like able yeah like that was the kind of the first time they even opened up stuff for like people to go to yeah that was one of my first festivals like back yeah yeah it was so fun Oh my god, I wouldn't change that first experience ever. Outside lands was crazy, and I think the craziest part is we ran into you. Not even, yeah. I know that wasn't intentional. On accident yeah, twice. it wasn't even intentional. Mm-hmm. Like at the very beginning of the festival, in the very end, yes. it was it was magical. I didn't see you any other time. No, but like, it was perfect. I know. It was just like delightful every I know. time. It was because like, oh like my god. we both, I mean, we all got to do our own thing, obviously, and like yeah. we were with our own groups, and like I just loved the fact that like we were there together for like the very beginning, like just right next mm-hmm. to each other. And then like at the very end, like for Tame Impala last the night, best like fucking set from like Remy Wolf at the first concert of the day. Literally. Like it was it, so good. It was so good. Like it was, that was like one of the most refreshing just experiences of yeah. my life because I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> this is like the good side of life. Aww. Like, Oh my god, dude! I would not take that experience back for the world. But on I'm that same fucking dramatic. note, have you seen the Outside Lands lineup for this year, bro? I have. Oh. <laughs> Give us I, your take, bestie. Give us your take. What are you gonna say, Andy? I feel like personally, like these are all bands that they're not bad. Yeah. It's just a weird lineup. It is considering last year's was so just strong. I don't even think it's bad. It's not bad. It's just disappointing. It's like to me, it was more like confusing because yeah. I was like why are Green Day and SZA <laughs> headlining yeah and I feel like like, like Phoebe Bridgers is going to put to sleep all the oh old people that are there for Green Day and like sure. only Green Day there's yeah. going to be a lot of people that are just going to be like purists for Green Day they're going to bring mm-hmm. a really weird energy because that fan base has gotten weird lately yeah have you seen their their last couple albums have been like weird but their very last one was the whole theme was like this isn't your dad's rock and roll and it's like yeah. the, it's the artwork for like American Idiot with like a unicorn on it, and the whole thing just comes across as like you guys are dads now, you guys are out of touch, you guys aren't like hard anymore. Embrace that. Don't try to be hard and young and edgy because like now you're just showing up at these festivals and it's putting a big question mark next to your name. You can't. They're not bad. About Green Day during the 420 cast, bro. Am I talking? I'm okay. I'll let me preface by saying I I have been I I've seen Green Day live. They're great. I was Billy Joe Armstrong for Halloween. Like it it was a thing. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan, and that's why I feel comfortable saying this because it's like I have a love for them, mm-hmm. and it just seems weird. Yeah. It it just seems like it's a misplaced time for them to be headlining outside lands of all places. It is just a little bit odd. It's just odd. It is odd. Yeah, Yeah. the whole lineup is so, like, alternative heavy. It seems a little bit weird that they're one of the headliners. Like, not not shading. Like, I know they're from the Bay. I know they're going to bring people out. But, like, huh? Wait, they're from the Bay? Yeah. They're, like, from the Bay Area. I didn't know that. That makes sense. I don't know anything about Green Day. Oh, you've got to learn about Green Day. If that says anything about my age. I know know there's a great video. There's an amazing video online. You can find it. And it's them playing at their like high school or something. I don't know if you've had like a band play at your school during lunch. Yeah. It's really cringy. Yeah. No one's paying attention. Usually the band <laughs> isn't the best. But they're playing like, uh, it's a classic. What fucking song is it? Welcome to Paradise or something. Yeah. And they, they sound exactly the same. But there's like no one dancing, no one rocking out. People kind of just like zooming in, making fun of them. 
And it's so funny how they took that exact same song and became Green Day. They still blew up because of, like they didn't change it. They were so yeah. confident in their sound. And it's just cool seeing like where they are now. Yeah. Headlining Outside gross. Lands. Okay. <laughs> outside Lands 2022, baby. Yeah, it is, it is sadly going to be. I don't know. I kind of want to look year. at it again just to like form a. Let me, let, me, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Here's the thing. The thing that I loved about Outside Lands being my first festival ever. That's so fun. I know. Like, I, that's a flex in my opinion. Period. No, that's a great like, place to start. Is, to me, that is the perfect first festival because it's only three days. Yeah. Which is still a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, for a festival, I mean, like, obviously not compared to, like, Coachella or anything like that. But, like, it's, three days is a lot for sure. But, like, it was just... It's the most, I feel like, family-friendly mm-hmm. festival you can probably go to. I feel yeah, that. I'm it's very it. it's very accessible because it's in the middle of a giant metropolitan area. Okay, yeah. Looking at it, there are people I would want to see. Like, there's no <laughs> doubt. We're appearing at the lineup. Dominic Fike, Mac DeMarco. Yeah. Oliver Tree, Caliuchas. That would be... There's people on there I would want to see, but it's not enough to outweigh the people. I'm like, oh, I don't really care. That's the thing. It's like. Or like, I've already seen you before a thousand times. I don't know. It seems like. It seems like a hassle. Because these are bands that I would see if they were in my area for sure. But going out of town for a couple days to see these bands, I know I'm not just paying to see them. Oh my God. We literally did that that for Caroline Rose, though. We did that for Caroline Rose because Caroline Rose is a god. Period. She's not the biggest. She doesn't do festivals like this, so mm-hmm. I want to support her. She's a shit. It, I mean, okay, so I don't know if you know her. Caroline Rose, I love this bitch. She's one of, one of my favorite fucking pop stars. I've heard some of the songs you play. She's yeah. she's a dream. And I wanted to see her. She did a tour, and she hardly ever comes to California. And her only show was in San Francisco. So we thought, yo, let's call it a weekend and just... Drive up, visit your family for a couple days, mm-hmm. see Caroline Rose, have some food out in San Fran, and just come back to L.A. The very day that I bought the ticket, she goes, due to popular demand, I'm doing a show in L.A. The show was down the street from us, Literally Ricardo. Literally down the street from us. Literally down the Stop. street. I tried to get tickets. They sold out. Oh, no. So I couldn't even like return my other ones and like get these or anything. So we went to San Fran, and then the day of the actual show, it's down the street. Sean's friend texts and goes, "Hey, I have two extra tickets if you want to come back." What? And we were in San Francisco right now. We were so fucking beat and so tired. We're like, "No, we just." I'm exhausted. uh -uh." I'm exhausted. Uh, It was fun though. I had a lot of fun. Let it be said, Caroline, I would have, but I was too regret it. I regret it only because like it was like her last show of the tour or something, Uh, and like, but here's the thing: it's not like I'd be buying a ticket and I don't want to buy merch because the merch is kind of lame. Um, so it's just like. She's not getting anything out of it. Anything to support the artist, I would go just to be a voice in the crowd, but I was already fucking tired. I went to her other show. It's okay. I yeah. had a great time. I had a great time. She, Some she artists, though, it. you know, like, just to see them twice is like... I mean, I've seen her before, and I love her, and, like, yeah. that's why I'm willing to drive, you know, 800 miles Oh, a thousand percent. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's the only artist I've ever done that for. Yeah? Well, being in L.A., a lot of my favorite groups eventually will come out here, and I'll yeah. see them. But it's just weird being like, no, I'm officially a groupie. And we ran into her. Oh, my God, I forgot. We we went to get like drinks and dinner before we went to the show. And we walked right outside the 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 venue. And she's outside. I was like, hey, Caroline, good luck tonight. She was like, oh, thanks. And kind of just walked away. It was very chill. I wanted to keep it casual and cool. But I looked at Sean. I was like, 
Oh, I should have gotten a fucking picture. <laughs> no, because oh you played it very cool. You were like, hi, we're so excited to see you. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. And we were like, oh, have a great night. We'll see you later. I mean, she seemed like genuinely like, holy fuck, I'm being recognized. Because yeah. she's pretty small, but at the same time, like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I still regret not getting a picture. Yeah, I would too. Oh my god, if I saw, oh god, oh god. get it, get it. If I saw, I feel like anyone on the street, I would probably. Hi. Well, we saw Tyler the Creator when we went to go see Jackass. We did. we did. We did. We did. We did. And oh my god, Ray and I talk about that quite frequently. Oh really? Like, Ray regrets not asking for a picture probably just as bad as you do he like he adores tyler the creator that's incredible ray could not stop talking about it the rest Ah! of the night and probably for like a week after but as like same that's so sweet that was the first time i had had like a local experience yeah with like a celebrity you know it what I felt mean? Like, very la like oh shit we're going yeah, to the movie like, that theater was like a real la moment i feel like every time i've seen someone else like i saw abby lee miller ah! no you didn't where Rolling did you see her hollywood boulevard it was right after um i saw a taping of america's got talent incredible and um we were leaving and she was just, you know, she was out on the just streets. doing her thing. I don't know where she was going, but she was in a rush. And I said her name, and she, like, jerked her head, like, to the side. <gasps> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if she's, like, mad at me. So I got, like, nervous. So I just, I have a picture of it somewhere. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, not of me with her, just the back of her head. And I'm like, Abby Lee Miller. And that's <laughs> all it is. Should be coming up here soon on my Snapchat <gasps> anniversary. Oh, my God. No, she should be so lucky. You're incredible. That was, that was my first like, the first time I saw like a celebrity. That was your big public. That was the yeah. That was the icebreaker. That was the moment. <laughs> Do you think celebrities like when they meet other celebrities, they go home and like tell their spouse like, guess who the fuck I ran into? No, no, I don't. I really think all of these people are so established within each other that like, they talk about each other the same way we talk about our coworkers. You think so? A thousand percent. Tea. I, like, I don't know. I think after watching the Kardashians, <laughs> I, I need to the see way they going. talk about, like, like, I mean, obviously they're, like, known friends, but, like, the, the way they talk about, like, Paris or, like, Nicole Richie or um, her sister. I don't remember her sister's name. The blonde one. But, like, the same way how we'd go, like, ugh, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, I guess, like, that, it, it's, yeah, it's just more of, like, I, that's the same way, like, it's, like, I feel like with celebrities, because they all, like, they all go to the same events, you know what I mean? You go, like, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm looking at, like, red carpet events every single day, like, yeah, literally, and you see, generally, like, the same handful of people going to majority of the events, you know, like, and depending on what it is, but, like, the same faces pretty much pop up quite frequently, so that just leads me to believe, like, they have to know each other. Like, they're around each other all the time. Like, I refuse to believe that these people are in environments so many times a year where they're constantly surrounded by each other and just refuse to talk. Like, I doubt, like, they have to interact and mingle, you know? Like, it's just another Friday. Yeah, like, it's to them, that is like, Friday. that is their regular life. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So I don't know. I, I really don't think they like are. I don't think they get starstruck because they are the stars that are like striking. Striking. They are Whoa. striking. That's so funny. No, I think I, I think someone needs to hit the bong. Me. I can't Both hit of you. The bong no more. I I'm do this. I'm too high right I'm now. Oh my god. Well then I will gladly partake. Please. Oh. Yeah. I, I got too high just okay. that last time. I am concerned about. My cotton mouth, though. I, I feel know, like I can, I can severe. feel it in my like. She's getting dry. Welcome back. We just took a little break and we got a little bit too high. Um, I will never forget <laughs> the first time. The first time I got too high. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point, I was maybe 17, 16 years old. And like you guys, like I smoked it a couple times and it had no real effect on me. So I just kind of lost a little bit of interest. I was like, oh, this is kind of dumb. And then one day it was like a Saturday. My friend, I'd had nothing going on. My friend Jason goes, hey, me and Zach just got a brand new bong. Do you want to hit it? I'm like, hell fucking yeah. So we go over to this like little like hidden area in the woods. I got to take you to some time in Calabasas. I'm Beautiful. here for it. And uh, we go up there and we smoke. And it was the first time we had actually like truly disoriented me like we were playing music really quietly on a phone but i was like it was so clear to me i kept thinking it was too loud i can hear every layer of the instruments at once but also like in conjunction with each other yeah we were talking about nothing but at the same time everything i'm looking at the trees in the sky and I'm seeing like new colors and textures in the leaves i've never seen before i was i was ridiculously high and eventually you know cotton mouth kicks in <coughs> Bless you. Uh, Cotton Mouth and Munchies kicks in, and we were like, yo, let's go to Taco Bell down the street. We're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. We, as we're driving down, very, very high, listening to music and doing our thing, we uh, we pass by a a truck with like our local like radio station logo on there. Shout out K-Rock. And <laughs> Shout out K-Rock. Shout out K-Rock. And uh, <clears throat> we, we loved going to the K-Rock music festivals. We went to all of them whenever we could. So we were like, yo, what if we like went and like became really good friends with these people that work at K-Rock and like, I don't know, got free tickets for like festivals and shit like that. Ooh. And we were so high that we were just like, that's brilliant. Yeah. These guys are in I mean, Taco it Bell. sounds like a decent plan. Yeah. Like these guys are in the Taco Bell. We're in the Taco Bell. It only makes sense, you know, like we can do it. So I go over and... <laughs> Like most people, I struggle to order food because when you're high, a fast food menu is the most challenging thing in the world to look at. And I finally put in an order. I forget what I kind of ordered. So it's a surprise. It was kind of a surprise, yeah. And um, eventually I wait, you know, it's like 10, 15 minutes or something. And the lady calls my order out and I see it and I go, oh, that's what I ordered. So I go over to the table and I, I take the food and I'm eating it high as fuck, having a great time. Yeah. And I see the guy from one of the guys from K Rock did not get his food. And eventually the, the lady calls an order and it's my actual order. We ordered the same thing and I had just finished eating his fucking order. Oh no. So at that point I kind of just get the food. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't free food. They didn't make a mistake. This is his fucking food. And as I'm like contemplating, like, fuck, 
what should I tell him? Do I do I give him his food? Like, what's going on? I don't know why. I was just super paranoid about it. Yeah. My friend is just telling me, like, dude, now we're never going to get those tickets. Now they're <laughs> never going to be our friends. What Stop. the fuck? We, everything's ruined. I'm like, oh, my God, everything's fucked. So That's as I finally, so like, work up the nerve to, like, literally just tell the guy, hey, I think this is your food. Um, they walk out, and he's pissed off and disappointed. And they drive away, and I see the van just drive off. And that's when I thought to myself, like, I don't want to smoke weed ever again. Then we went to his drug dealer's house, and I hit a six-foot bong. And we saw Mad Max. It was really cool. A quick turnaround to a terrible day. Yeah, it was dope. That was a good recovery. Yeah. yeah way to go. Good for you. Good movie. Yeah, good goddamn movie. I love that. How about you, Ricardo? Tell me more about your, your first time that you smoked weed. The very first time. The first time you got, like, high. You were very high. Very high for the first time. <laughs> I mean, the first time I smoked weed, like I said, I was 15. I guess the details of that one are like, it was my friend Colin. Colin with a K, shout out. Shout out. Shout out, Colin. Where do you put the K? (laughs) The end. Um, Colink. Colink. But, (laughs) no, we, it was very rare that, like, in high school, I was never allowed to sleep over at anyone's house. Probably for this reason. And my mom was in Puerto Rico. She was visiting her dad. And so it was just me and my dad alone at the house. And my dad, growing up and still, is just a lot more relaxed, chill, very, like, I don't really care vibe. (laughs) I mean, he was definitely the more relaxed parent growing up. And so I asked, I was like, hey, can I sleep over at my friend Colin's house? And I didn't have, like any intention on smoking at this point like oh, it, like yes. I was just going over to like hang out with my it's friend it's a sleepover yeah it was just like a sleepover and um, so I went he dropped me off <clears throat> and Colin and I are hanging out and he's like do you want to smoke weed Aww. and I'm like oh my sure. god I was like I've never smoked weed before I was like what's it like <gasps> and so he was just like telling me about it he was like, like you know like don't do this cause then you'll like feel scared whatever He's like, he was a good first-time coach, I should say. Yeah. But it was crazy because his parents were, like, crazy strict. Like, I'm talking cameras around the house. Oh, my God. Like, like at his door, like, his bedroom door, there was a camera. Like, we didn't even go upstairs to his house. Like, we only stayed downstairs. And, like, in the kitchen, there were cameras. Like, everywhere. Mm. And so we had to be, like super discreet like even when he like asked me he like made sure like his dad wasn't around he made sure like like it was after they went to bed Mm -hmm. and um he was I was just like yeah I guess like I'm down (laughs) and um he never pressured me I want to make that clear too because my parents are always like you're so easily peer pressured and I'm like that was not the case I wanted yeah, to do it the dare program failed but whatever yeah the dare program very much failed I was curious the curiosity got to me but I you know he told me he was like if you don't want to you don't have to he's like I'm just going to so you know I was like okay well if you're going to for sure then like go off gang I'm going to probably with you yes so went to his basement there was like a hole in the wall oh love and he like reached down in there grabbed this like fucking kroger bag which Uh was wrapping like another plastic bag and like 
Incredible. two more plastic bags. Oh, and it's just like this tiny, tiny, like little, just less than a gram of weed. Like one bowl's worth of weed. Oh. Which is exactly what we smoked. We put all of it into a Powerade Zero bottle. <laughs> which we, flavor? We've all been Blueberry. There. Blueberry? Blueberry. 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 You could taste it every oh. time you inhaled. Incredible. Um, we and it was like from school. That was oh like the funny thing. God. It was like that was like because you know Michelle Obama had everything like the zero calorie <laughs> shit like, and <laughs> yeah. So it was like literally Powerade Blue Raspberry. I remember. Um, and we crawled out of his window. There was like a there was one room that didn't have a camera that could see where we were sitting. Oh my god! And there was a window there. So we crawled out the window. We took our shirts off and our hoodies off. Like, <laughs> It was like 40 degrees outside. Why? Why were you naked? Because we didn't want to stink. Oh he my was like, God. He was very Bro adamant. Move. He was like, I don't want to I don't want to smell. And I was like, no, yeah, I don't either. I mean, I didn't think about that, but like tea. Yeah, so we left our like hoodies and shirts like inside. Just and we left the house. Guys. Yeah. Like that was like my first like very like bro-ish moment, yeah. you know? Like, because you know, I'm, I'm gay. So I never really <laughs> had that experience. Me and the boys smoking weed on the road. Yeah, like that bro. was never a thing. Yeah. And so um, we grow out, we, we grow out there. We go out there. We, he like lights it for me. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, he was Word. just like, just breathe in. And I was like, okay, I did. And I was like, I was coughing a bit, whatever. I didn't really like, I don't think I inhaled a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't smoke very much, given there wasn't much to smoke anyway. Yeah. And we both shared it, and he took majority. So I probably took, like, two hits total. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I just remember the thought of, like, you know, getting in this window oh. seems a lot more intimidating than getting out oh, of it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think, like, you know, I'm starting to feel something. I'm having a moment. And, yeah, long story short, I I tripped a little bit. I wasn't, like, <laughs> crazy stoned or anything. Like, I was definitely high. I definitely got high. No, that's okay. But I remember there was a song by Daft Punk. It's called Doing It Right. If you haven't heard it, it's a Doing great song. Doing It Right. Yeah. I, there... Copyright. Yeah, I know. Their audio on YouTube is just a record spinning. And I stared at that for, like... Aww. <laughs> 30 solid minutes That's probably incredible. just mesmerized by the song and yeah you were doing it right i was doing it right i guess That's yeah incredible oh my god that's so sweet though what a nice little story yeah huh. was really but that was like not the like first time you were like holy fucking shit no. i'm high no, and i no, need no, help no. <laughs> no the first time i got properly stoned <laughs> was with you guys know them, Ray and Kelso. Um, Excellent folks. This we is must one of my out. yeah. Those are my two best friends. They're great. Like, um, this is one of my favorite stories to tell. Oh like, please, please grace us. And I had only felt I had only had like one more experience like this after this. But so me, Ray and Kelso would often hang out after school. You know, I don't even remember what the circumstances were for this. But Ray and I went over to Kelso's house, and we were all just hanging out, and she's like, do you guys want to smoke? Mm-hmm. And by this point, we were, like, doing, like, dab pens Ooh. every once in a while, yeah. so, like, weed was a little bit more, like, yeah, integrated. We'll yeah, like, yeah. we were like, yeah, we can do this. Like, we're, mm-hmm. 
we're cool enough to like smoke weed Ew. like and that was the first time i smoked bud since the last story oh my god so yeah it was like that was pretty much the second time i ever smoked like actual bud and i was like 17 16 anyways um so we were at kelsa's and she lives in this like i don't even know what you would call it like home yeah <laughs> Yes, but I'm talking about like kind of like a cul-de-sac. Okay. Okay. And um but it was like off a street randomly. And so behind it was like this park. And so we would have to cross this creek to get to the park. This is all relevant to the story. Um we would have to cross a creek to get to the other side of the park and then we would walk on a trail and she took us to what she called Grandma's Womb. Grandma's Womb. What the heck? And what Grandma's Womb was was I don't even know where this name came from, but what it is was it was just like this, they would walk along this trail like in the park, but it would go over like trees and it was really pretty. Like it looked yeah. like you were just following like this creek pretty much. It looked like a grandmother's womb. I guess so. <laughs> it was beautiful. But there was one specific part where like it just opened up kind of. Interesting. And it was like completely rounded and there was like plenty of, like we would just sit on the rocks. And we just smoked this bowl. And I remember I counted. I took four hits. Mm -hmm. But I only did them in like one round. So we like. So I like did like. Like (laughs) like with my thumb. Back to back to back to back. And thinking I'm like, oh, well, like, you know, I've smoked weed Mm -hmm. before. Like I can handle this. Mm -hmm. No, that was Mm. not the case. Oopsie. I quickly, very, very quickly started to get <laughs> really high and Aww. I just remember feeling as if like my eyeballs were like in my mouth <laughs> and I was like looking out of my mouth uh-huh. and like I felt like I was like but not even my eyeballs like I felt like my genuine like my person was like sitting inside of my mouth mm-hmm. looking out of my body dissociation but like funky but like <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, like, make it quirky. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, just chilling in my own mouth. No, but I, like, and I just remember being, like, I've never felt like this before. (laughs) Like. How peculiar. And so, like, dude, I could barely stand up. Oh. And part of the story gets a little bit controversial. Oh, go on. We'll we'll do disclaimers, I guess. This is a safe space. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, we like, we're all like, this was Ray and I's both kind of like our first times too. And like Kelso had already like, she was like the like stoner of the group. Mm -hmm. So she was the one that like, kind of like not introduced it, but like normalized it within like our friend group, I guess, like made us less fearful of people who did smoke weed. Cause Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. Like that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. But no, we... I stood up for the first time and I was like, after like smoking, I was like, oh my God. And like my legs were like trembling. Like I remember like, I was like, what is going on? Like just so freaked out, but like so pleasant. Like I could not have been any happier to have been doing whatever it was I was doing. God bless you. And like, that's, yeah, that's why I said like, that was like my, that was the game changer of weed for me. Like. You're like, oh, shit, I'm stoned. Yeah, like, that's when I was like, oh, I want to do that again after I was done. But Mm -hmm. I remember, like, describing it, like, 
I felt like I was in Candyland. Uh huh. Like uh-huh. I literally felt like I was playing Candyland. There's like that, uh-huh. and that's what I would have said that night too. Like, <laughs> I we were walking back after Grandma's room. It was like dark out by this point. Obviously. I'm not even kidding you. Like, we're just like walking down the street, and the sky is, and I never remember. I think it was a piano. Yeah, it was like <clears throat> a guy is pushing a piano like on like a thing, and he's just rolling it down the street. Yeah. And. We were all talking, but then he, like, came into frame, and we all, like, got quiet, and we were all just, like, looking down, and I don't even remember who, but someone was just, like, does anyone else, and then we all just, like, were, like, yep, yeah, no, like, I thought the same, like, none of us were sure if he was, like, he's real, he was real, or there, (laughs) he's real. It was just this random dude pushing down a piano. It was so silly. No, that's silly. Billy Joel. Yeah, and we were like, and then he said himself, the guy's like, he was like, yeah, I'm just, he was like, I, I am pushing a piano. Like, oh, and we were like, oh, ha, ha. we were like trying to keep our cool. Like, yeah, yeah, we were like, yeah, yeah. oh, we were. I'm like, not very high right now. Yeah, we were you like, that's so funny. Shake like, my grasp on reality a little no, bit. No, yeah, literally. So we're walking back and we have to cross this creek again. Oh, fucking And that hell. same energy of like, Getting back through this creek seems a lot more intimidating than it was mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. And I literally, Ray and Kelso both fell into the water. Oh no! Making sure that I was dry. Oh. <laughs> getting across. That's friendship right there. They love you. That's they, no, that was like, Ray literally just, I remember he was like holding like the front of me and Kelso like was behind me, like <laughs> pushing me. And I was like, shaking and he just like his whole foot just like sinks into the water and I'm like I was like oh fuck sorry (laughs) like and he's like it's fine and but like and they'll say too like if you ask them they're like the thing was is like we were just so committed to getting him through without getting him wet like that they didn't even care it was just like just make sure he gets like it was a mission yeah like that was like a full on mission like that was a crisis for us that's like, incredible I thought I was gonna die if I like touched the water I don't oh know oh my god so we get back and we're at Kelsa's house and we're chilling and everything is going well at this wow. point like we're having a good time we're laughing it's like 8.30 bro and my dad texts me and he says time to come home no and I literally I'm like we're all talking I'm like guys 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 I was like my dad just text me I was like I have to go home <gasps> and Ray's like no he didn't he's <laughs> <laughs> like no he didn't I like show my phone and he's like oh shit cause I had to take Ray home too oh, so God if I left it. Ray had to leave and so then it was like it suddenly became like an emergency situation oh, God. was operation get home safely while violently high (laughs) and and nobody can know yeah like this i like if you would have asked me back then i would have been like oh my god i'm taking this to the grave no one will ever know the story oh never because i was so ashamed of it too of like oh my god i was like smoking and driving but now okay that's another topic for another day (laughs) but um i had never like driven intoxicated but I barely had my license at this point like I hadn't even had the point where I was like allowed to drive passengers like so I text my dad I was like okay I just have to take Ray home and he's like okay so we leave and we're like driving and like I just Ray got home safely and on my way back I remember there was a point where I was talking to Ray (gasps) 
And I literally forgot, like, I dropped him off. And so then I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm really hot. Oh, like, no. This isn't good. I'm going to go interact with an authority And I was figure. like, I'm about to go talk to my parents, like. Let's go do this. Yeah. Let's do this shit. And, dude, and then after that, I'm like, this is the home, final home stretch. I'm yep. almost home. Pass through I just it. have to park my mom's car. Incredible. And chances are they're already asleep. So I wasn't even worried about that, like, too, too much. Because usually when they wanted me to come home, that just meant they were going to bed. Perfect. So it was like they didn't want to wait up on me or something like that. Perfect. So I knew I was like kind of like okay. And in that situation, I didn't have to deal with them. But like on my way home, I'm at a stoplight and it's like the last light to get to my house. And it's like on my street and three cop cars are behind (sighs) me. And I'm like... I'm fucked. It's been real. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess this is why we shouldn't smoke weed, folks. Mm, bye. And lights go on. <gasps> and the light turns green. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> so I pull forward. I'm driving. And the lights are, and they turn on the sirens. And <gasps> I like, I'm like, at this point, I am petrified. <gasps> yeah, dude. I'm like... I'm about to get arrested. It's been real. I'm like, my whole, everything I've ever wanted in life is probably about to go down the drain right Bye. now. And by the grace of God, they all rush right Incredible. past me. Incredible. And I'm not kidding you. I pulled over still, put the car in park and just sat there for like two minutes and was like, just because my heart was yeah. racing so like I thought I like especially when you're high I was like I'm going to have a heart attack mm-hmm. like I'm going to pass out and like I was physically sweating like yes! I it was bad yes! like regardless if I got home safe or not if my parents saw me they would have been like what the fuck is wrong with like you look like you just saw a ghost or something like it was so bad no mama I needed to pull over and cry for a second yeah something literally just but happened. no I got home everything was fine I went to bed, woke up the next day, everything was okay. Incredible. Got home in one piece, got Ray home in one piece. That's my dude. That's my dude. You survived. You survived your first brace with being too fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? What was like the first light, the game changer of smoking weed? I don't know. Mine was kind of (laughs) shitty. Really? Yeah, mine kind of sucked, honestly. Sorry, the mic is wet. No, it's okay. It's moist. Thank you for prepping it for me. Mm. She's, uh, uh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a burp in every episode. It's the least I can do for the fans. Yeah. Um, I love my fans. Um, but no, the first time I got, like, too fucking high, I had, like, smoked weed for a little bit, like, a couple months, and I had never gone, like, overboard or anything. I was very conservative with my weed usage, so I would, like, I would, like, get a little silly and then be like, oh, I'm good. Um, And I had never smoked a bong. So on this particular day, I had um, done a bunch of cocaine the night before Mm. for the first time, and... You know, I was discovering how truly special the cocaine over is. It's um, yeah, it's it's punishing. It's, That's it's not humbling. something I've 
experienced oh, yet, but bestie, or not yeah. I don't even think I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know why I said yeah. I'm not doing that. And no, it <laughs> is hand on my heart the biggest waste of time. You feel so terrible the next day. So I woke up and I was like, okay, I feel like piss, shit, and cum all just baking in the sun. Yeah. Um, and the guy I was dating at the time was on a set, and as I liked him back in the day was broke had no ride so i said hey bestie let me pick you up from set when you're done so i i pull up very hungover violently ill and i i walk into the set to like pick my dirtbag boyfriend up and he's in the back like hitting the bong that was just at the house and i was like okay cool this is college this is what i'm doing now let me hit this bong for the first time let me be crazy yeah um so i hit the bong and absolutely nothing happens for like 10 minutes and we're all sitting in a circle in the backyard by the pool and this i genuinely feel bad about it this kid is sitting next to me he's a regular guy but he's like playing music on his phone and out of nowhere, the music gets so, like, scary and aggressive and, like, slow and weird. And I was like... Oh, no. I turned to my side and I was like, bro, what the fuck are you playing? Yeah. And he's like... Oh, Valid. Nothing. I'm just... I'm playing such and such. I'm like, can you turn that the fuck off right now? That's terrifying. I'm so scared right now. He's like, what is... Go- what? Are you okay? And then everything slowed down. <laughs> I was so, I got fucking yanked. My wig was snatched, bro. I was violently high in this stranger's house where there was a set going on and I had to drive my dirtbag boyfriend home. So, um, I don't know. I took a second on the couch inside, removed myself from the situation. And the guy I was dating was like, hey, bestie, I know you're very ill off of uh, a good coke hangover and I know you're spiraling right now but it's time for you to get in a car and drive me drive me home (laughs) (laughs) and i said okay and that walk from that house to my shitty volvo s40 was the most it took two years it took two years to get to my car and everybody on that block i felt was looking at me i was the most perceived i had ever been in my entire life it was terrifying so i took his ass home which was a five minute drive but took 45 minutes in my mind it was yep. terrible yeah took him home uh immediately walking through the door got in his bed and just started sobbing <laughs> because i was so ashamed of myself i was so ashamed no, of myself same i could not handle it so i just cried and went to sleep when it was you too break much. that like first like when you know you did something bad I and know. you know you're going to get away with it i felt like shit dude, dude i couldn't like forgive myself no for so long just because i was like oh my god i am such a bad person literally like, and I then like i kept doing it i guess <laughs> <laughs> no i after that i was like i can't i can't the the emotional burden is too much i know i drove like maybe six city blocks down a straight line but i just i just can't no do yeah this. and it's not even like that's the same it was like that the drives weren't like complicated no. or anything it was just like the position of like oh my god i've never done this before and now i'm being uh. forced to be because it's like obviously but who's going to in all reality as a 17 year old boy smoking weed for like one of the f- first few times going to call their parents and be like I cannot drive home yep yep like I would have never I would have you know what you know what I, I would like 
I would like to see with our generation at least. There's gonna be a lot of questions about like being stoners and raising kids and stuff like that yeah. in this new age of people just smoking weed more openly. And especially when it gets to a federal level. And I feel like I would like to have that relationship if I have a child where I can just tell them like, first of all, make sure your homework is done before you fucking start smoking weed and going out and partying and shit like that. And if you do smoke yeah. too much weed, it's okay to call me, but we're gonna talk about it, you know? I don't want them to feel like scared or anything to like smoke weed because it could be traumatizing. See, but that was the thing. I was scared to smoke weed because it was like, and I grew up Catholic. So like a lot of those, like what you would consider like traditional teenager things were like very taboo. So that's why I was like, that's honestly why I would feel so guilty because it's like, oh my God, like I'm doing something that like I know is frowned upon like to my parents or something like that or like. and I don't know like it is interesting though because obviously like I'm not going to be that way with my kids and like if I find out they're smoking weed I'm not gonna like send them to rehab or anything like that like but yeah I agree there's definitely a discussion to be had but I also like I don't know I don't want to like know when my kids are smoking weed I don't think it's not your place I yeah I don't I don't think I would want to know that like I think I would rather just be like I think I would be comfortable with the fact of like knowing they do it mm-hmm. and like, but not when, like I wouldn't want to like, yeah, I'm not going to like moderate every time they're smoking weed. No, a thousand I'd rather percent. just tell them like, it's okay if you do it. I'm just not going to punish sure you I'm in bed. Make sure I'm in bed. Make sure like, and just make sure you're safe. Don't make any dumbass choices. Yeah. Just don't do anything stupid. That's yeah. really all I can ask from like, and like most importantly, if something does go wrong, you can call you can me. yeah that's the thing like yeah. that's what i want to like reinforce like because i i don't know if i really like i don't want to say my parents didn't give me that i just never felt like i could like if i were ever put in a situation where if i was like i knew i was drinking or something like that like i knew i would never be able to like leave the house again after that until i was like whatever but again i mean i wasn't bad and high school or anything like that so I never really had to worry but even in the situations the few times it's a stressor you just gotta be like okay how am I gonna handle this yeah yeah how is this not a big deal those first times mm-hmm. you gotta get crafty with that shit but I know people are kids are gonna do that shit regardless so yeah definitely uh, keep the discussion open it's not really avoiding it no truly back in the day when I worked on a Catalina Island, that was my big like real weed awakening. Yeah. I was a I was a manager of the kitchen at the camp I was working at. So I got to like schedule people and I would always schedule me and my buddy Misha to have the same days off. And we would just get a whole bunch of weed and just hike and just smoke weed off in the mountains or something. Always off campgrounds, just wanna make that clear. Yeah. And uh we had this spot called the Mulm M L M. It's super Memorial was a multi-bazillionaire that donated a bunch to the camp. He showed up on a helicopter. He was a very weird man. So we named our smoking spot after him. Uh, It was a series of like tents over in the woods. It's the coolest fucking shit. But we also had this one other spot overlooking like a cliff by the rocks and the ocean and everything. And it's breathtaking. And all we do there is get like disrespectfully high like no respect to weed at all we just keep smoking 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 
and just listen to music and watch the sun and just talk for fucking like five hours or something but that's like the best like and that's why i got like so into it because i was with nature and with people and like no worries you know oh that is such a good like i would rather that first experience than my own (laughs) i'll show you pictures it's it's quite breathtaking but i think that actually that helped me build a relationship to weed because when i came back to home after camp in the mainland i didn't have that kind of access to weed anymore there wasn't just copious amount in a hole that i know i can trust yeah so i came back with a newfound respect for weed and nature and like i think i just appreciated what it could do to me more you know i listened to music and being with nature like i now started smoking weed outside more often rather than inside with my friends i agree because like i mean it's oh 420. God, it's 420. It's 420. So, someone hit the fucking bong someone right now. Someone grab right that now. thing. Hit this shit. Hold on, hold on. Not to derail the story, but it is 420 no, right it now. It is. Please so that. I was going nowhere. Please, 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 please. I'll trade you. Sean, it is your turn. It's my turn. Get me the goddamn lighter. Let's get this. Can you hear the dog snoring in that one? <laughs> the dogs. You can hear a mosquito fart in that one. Here. Miss Daphne. Oh. <laughs> She's the best. I love her. Me too. Uh, that's my best friend. She looks over me. She watches over me when I go to the bathtub. She likes to sit next to me and make sure I don't drown. <laughs> so here's the thing. Daphne and I, we go way back. Yeah. Right? Daphne's my familiar. Okay. So when I'm not home or when I'm like in the heat of the moment playing Halo or something... Daphne will go and watch Sean when she's in the bathtub or taking a dump or something. She okay. will stand outside the tub or outside the bathroom just like waiting for her because she knows I'm busy because Daphne and we have that connection. I can tell her like, yo, protect her. You she know? gets that. She gets it. She gets you. Sean's familiar is Hunter. Oh, yeah. As F. Who is your familiar? I don't know. I don't think I have one. What about uh, Dev? Oh, I love that boy. I just haven't seen him so in so long. I miss my cat. My cat. I'm a cat lady. I'm a cat lady living amongst the dogs. One of these days. I'm going to get a kitty. I, know, I was thinking yesterday. I was like, I swear to God, I thought they had a cat. I <laughs> love cats. We will have a cat. Just not right now. I, I, you know, I'm more of a cat person personally. But I don't know. Hunter and Daphne are so cat-like in stature and like personality that like they kind of fit the mold for me. In the future, I'd definitely only get cats. My, I love these guys too much to ever like do this without the dogs. Oh, Daphne's awake. She knows Good we're talking morning. about her. Hello. She's busy sleeping all day. Busy sleepy baby. Busy from a decade of sleeping. I really want a Yorkie. Oh. I'm gonna name him Oscar. Why Oscar? I don't know. It really resonated with me one day. I was at work. And I just thought of it, and I was like, Oh my god, a Yorkie named Oscar would be so fucking funny. Make it happen. You manifested the Mini Cooper. I've manifested a lot. That's a good podcast topic. Remember that time you manifested uh, a successful podcast and Sean and I getting a million dollars? Yeah, it's happening right now. This is the manifestation. Yeah. ASMR type beats. ASMR. Welcome. Welcome. Come. I have a question question us what do you think will be the future of weed the future of weed go back in the 70s when this shit was still kind of underground and plastic baggy type shit yeah 
do you think they ever knew it would turn into this? Do you think it would be the new gold? No. What do you think the future is? Not at all. I don't think so at all. So what do you think will hold 40 years from now, 50 years from now? Mm. I'd like to think that it would be completely recreational and medicinally legalized across the world in 40 years. I feel like that's plenty, more than enough time to get that going. Um, realistically, I really don't think much will change. I think there's kind of like a comfort zone with where weed is at now, where like, I don't know, to be honest, I feel like I'm comfortable with where weed is now, mm-hmm. where it's like, I feel like, this is like paranoia, but I feel like if it were, like if our government were to go out of their way to least start legalizing it everywhere, I would probably be a little bit more concerned than if it were to just, because at that point, like, I don't know, weed is not even the same as what it was 40 years ago. Not even 40 years ago. I would say like 10. Like, just because now, like in California, there's a legal limit of a certain amount of THC that is allowed to be like distributed, like percentage wise. Like, you can't, or like with edibles here, you can't buy anything legally over 100 milligrams at any regular dispensary unless you're going to like some like trap shop in like North Hollywood (laughs) we love those shops which we do that's where I buy my weed I don't even go to like big name dispensers because all of that stuff is like limited and very like I I don't know like regulated weed doesn't sound like that's not that's not natural I guess to me like Mm -hmm. I mean there's people online who think if it gets to that extent where it's you know government controlled it'll be like the new milk where yeah, milk was yeah. questionable. Are they putting chemicals or hormones in it? And people are going to question how much of it is purely organic weed when it's coming from the government. Exactly. And I think it's like, and that's not even like a me thing. I think I'm, that's like a general concern of what people are going to react, I guess. It's too much general government overreach. Yeah. And I think because once it's like too relevant, then that's when people start to like, build speculation of just certain things or I don't know I mean I hope like I hope it's decriminalized I hope it's decriminalized Mm -hmm. for sure that needed to happen years ago I'm okay with I'm okay with there being like certain states that like hot spots for weed where it's legal you can smoke it wherever you want yeah I'm also okay with it being federal you know legalized at a federal level all across the US but if if more states were just like we're gonna pick it up slowly, I'm okay with that. But I think like a sudden switch to legalize on a federal level, there are benefits to it, but yeah, there also is a lot of a, a downside to it. Yeah. I'm under the impression too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like in California you can't smoke weed in public, right? Right. So but the only places you can smoke are your property. Your home or your home, right. But in situations like, I mean, you and I both, where, like, I am technically not allowed to smoke weed in my apartment. So it's like, what do you do at that point? (laughs) Because I've thought about it. It's like, it's weird because it's like, yeah, it's legalized. But, like, if you're really thinking about it, like, legally and you're 
do playing it by the rule book it's like what are you supposed to do because even medicinally like those were the same rules because i had a i had a medical card before i turned 21 and i feel like with a medical card i had more freedom than i do being 21 because with a medical you are permitted to carry weed like in a car like as long as it's in a sealed container and carry paraphernalia as long as it's not like freshly used obviously and you're not driving under the influence but with 21 they can like you know they can use that as like evidence or like take the paraphernalia confiscate it charge you for it but um I don't know it's just interesting because it's like I wonder why like it's like you're gonna legalize it but then you're gonna implement all these like boundaries to where people who live in rented properties or something like that are technically not allowed to smoke weed period like i think we are kind of allowed i think if it's like you're in private domicile you're allowed to i agree yeah i mean there's a clause in our lease that says we can't smoke weed here it's not weed it's cigarettes cigarettes And, and that's why i'm confident about like we could fight it technically and say we cannot smoke cigarettes and we do not I remember reading. Weed. If if I hold up a joint, I will say, "Is there tobacco in this?" No. Yeah. Is it cigarette paper, cigarette filter? No, no. It's not a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Find that copy of our lease. We're just not allowed to smoke. Period. In yeah. our place. That's fucked. No smoking. Not even. At all. I asked him. I was like, "Can I have my vape?" Just out of curiosity. Just curious. He just said no. That's actually. Facts. He told me I needed to call the office and ask them like our actual like rent rental office or whatever that's dumb yeah and i was like i'm not calling them you've been to amsterdam yes are people able to just like smoke freely there wherever they want to i mean like it's not completely freely like you can't spark up in someone's business or someone's restaurant if they don't want you to there's very much like hey you can't smoke in these public properties you can't smoke in these private businesses but there are designated cafes that sell weed that you can smoke at you can smoke on the streets pretty much i found most people do it's it's pretty lax in terms of enforcement it's you just kind of got to be mindful about where you're at it's just that simple if i'm walking down the street from work to my house can i smoke a joint I mean, if you're not blowing it in anybody's face and being a dick about it, of course you can. I mean, I feel like that's the same thing of here. Yeah. You know, like it is normalized to smoke weed in public. Yeah. But like, mm. I was looking at it from like a, a logical, like yeah. legal standpoint. Legally yeah. Speaking, it's probably not. Because I feel like it would be the same in the context. It's like, yeah, I mean, I do that. I, mm-hmm. If I'm going on a walk, I'll smoke a joint or yeah. something as long as I'm not bothering anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, my thing is like, if someone tells me to like put out my joint or something because it's bothering them, I will. Sure. Like, I'm not going to, like, argue with that. You know, no. I'm gonna, like, it's my right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't no, care no. enough to, like, if it's bothering someone, then, yeah, I'm not going to, like, or if there's, like, kids around or something, oh, you yeah. know, like, yeah. I always put it out or, like, keep it low. Like, mm-hmm. I try I to be low-key all the time. Yeah, I try and be discreet, usually. Yeah. Like, or just, like, make it a casualty so I'm not, like, making a scene about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Not be walking down Beverly with a joint in my fucking hand. Literally. Fucking yeah, but that is still casual, you know? Yeah. Like, it's LA. Yeah. It's LA, baby. It's LA, baby. <coughs> it's LA, baby. Happy 423. Happy 423. And uh, with that, I think we should uh, 
wrap her up? Call it a wrap. We want to oh. thank uh, our boy Ricardo for coming today. Our very today. first thank special you, guest. Thank you so much for coming by. Today. I am truly honored that you guys let me the honor be the first yours. guest. That was so... I guess totally that. I was so much more intimidated. I was oh like, god. oh my god. Nailed it. Thank Absolutely you. a It was king. fun. It was a good time. Absolutely. Come on back. Come on back. Now you're here. Will do. Will we'll do. do. Any you. final thoughts, Thank you, our, guys. Good, our good friend? No, uh, peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you for joining As us. H3 would say. As H3 would say. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Ricardo. And thank you for anybody listening. Thank Again, I don't know why you're listening, but if you are, leave, leave a comment like review whatever subscribe hit the bell hit the sub- fun what stuff. is what do they do on tiktok follow hit the bong well, yeah hit, hit, hit the, the bong. bong hit the bong baby uh that's it for us that's a wrap here we go bye bye <laughs> <laughs>